Dogs, episode 6.5 of Nuked. Hello. How are you guys doing? This is uh, Ben Vandal, your host, Boston Beer Benny on Instagram, Treehouse Benny on Untapped. Uh, my co-host, Mo Fortin, to my left, uh, Radio Right, also the driver of this vehicle. Hello. We are in the car on the way back from Treehouse, Charlotte. Mo, what a glorious day today was. A beautiful day. And I, if you had told me I would say that after leaving with no cans, I would have yeah. told you, you were fucking insane. Yeah, you know, a little disappointing, but uh, this is episode 6.5, the Treehouse Spectacular, so thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you got a chance to listen to our episode earlier in the day when we left and we were on the ride up to Treehouse. Uh, we got there a couple hours after they opened. We pulled right in all the way up to the main parking lot. We only parked a couple hundred feet from the building, I right, would folks. say. We got in the line of, what would you say, 100, 150 people? Probably about that. We were about 40 minutes to the door. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, we waited in line. Luckily, we got a pretty good day. It was relatively cool. Uh, the atmosphere, I would say, was pretty freaking cool. I mean, yes. it was very family-oriented. A lot of dogs. They had the signature koi fish pond there up against the building. They had a great pavilion uh, outside with some live music. Uh, the giant, like, life-size Jenga game. They had some wooden carved mushrooms there in the uh, field cool. that were pretty neat. And just kids just going fucking crazy in the line. Really, like... Really Maybe no, like a lack of parenting. Yeah, no regard for human life. I mean, I would say... I saw a kid hit another kid <laughs> with a Jenga piece. Yeah. It was, so, uh, it was a pretty good-sized Jenga piece, you know? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything small. I mean, he, he, he hit her right in the foot. Right in the foot. Yeah. And, you know, they had a soft uh, Patriots football. The kid was throwing it. He was whipping it off all kinds of kids. Horrible yeah. arm angle. He'll never make it yeah. in the NFL. No chance. There's, there's no, no way athletic talent. There's no way his accuracy will hold up. Nope. You can't possibly do that. So, um... So we have a pretty good show for you today. Uh, our tap list will be pretty basic. It's going to be a local releases segment, which will be regular. That is what was on tap at Treehouse. We'll do our best to recall that. We'll kind of give you a segment of the walkthrough of what was going on at the facility. We will do a Treehouse review. We'll actually rate it numerically. We'll do it by the numbers. We'll do a great BTs review, because obviously you can't go to Treehouse without BTs. And we will end with an awesome weird beer stuff, uh, Treehouse edition. But there will be no shelfer of the week this episode, I'm sorry. But Treehouse did not give us cans at their own facility, never mind putting out shelfers on a nearby facility. Though we did go to Yankee. Should we did tell we, them what we got at Yankee? Yeah, we should probably just go through like the... I mean, those are shelfers okay. technically. We'll go... We'll end it with shelfer of the week. What we got from Yankee, Yankee near BTs. Yeah. We apologize for the background noise. We are in a car on a very unevenly paved road. Yeah, this is terrible. Um, I, I told Mo we should probably get a Mercedes for the podcast, but instead we're in his own personal vehicle oh, and we shit. almost just died. Almost very, very close to death there, guys. Uh, this is oh, our I mean, that wasn't death. That was well, just the rear ending. It would have hurt. It would have hurt very badly. So, uh, drinking game run rundown. A fantastic and dive in for me. Mo's wife and correct for Mo. Super for both of us. Yep. Death will result in you have to pour out your beer. Just don't drink it at all. Just in memory. Road rage incidents. Please finish your beer. 
you will be very, very drunk. We're going to fly through this episode, too. So, uh, this is the local releases segment, Treehouse Edition. Uh, Treehouse, today, we went in there. They were doing, uh, they had no cans, unfortunately, as we just said. They did have doppelganger cans this morning, but we didn't make it in time. But they do have two full pours that you can get at the door. Pretty cool. So, they card you. They give you a wristband and a couple tickets that you can prepay for a couple pours. They collect your ticket. They also mark an X off of your wristband. So they are really keeping a tight lock on what you're, uh, what you're drinking there. But it's pretty neat. You can walk around, you can see the whole facility. They have some artwork that people have done from their uh, boxes with their old cans uh, that you can look at. I'll post some pictures of that on Instagram. But um, what did they have on tap? Do you remember about that? I know they had, they had green. Yep. They had doppelganger. They had bright. They had bright. They had eureka. Eureka. They had uh, old I don't man. The, yep, they had old man. They ran out of haze. They ran out of haze. They weren't, they, we they, weren't um, they weren't pouring haze while we were there. And then. I feel like there was one more that I'm missing. Sap. They had yep, sap, they had sap on tap. So, uh, pretty cool system. Ton of room in there. Again, uh, at the point that we had waited in line, I expected it to be crazy packed in there, like the old treehouse. But there was so much room. I mean, we drank both beers indoors, and we never really waited uh, more than you know three, minutes. four minutes for a beer. So, yep. uh, pretty cool. A lot of room. They're still doing some improvements. They got some blueprints there on the floor. Look kind of kind of cool. We wonder how much they exp- they're going to expand there, but. Um, so that is six dollars a pour too. Yeah, six which wasn't wasn't I mean, bad at all. I'm, that's fantastic. I'm I, happy I, to I, pay six dollars for a pint of treehouse. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So um, that was my take on local releases, I, and that's actually what they had for treehouse. Uh, I personally got doppelganger and green. Did you do the same? I went exactly the same. You I was gonna same. go with the old man. Yeah, one try it. Just I'm, I'm kind of unsure about it. Yeah, doesn't sound like a style that's really uh, that's really up my alley. So I didn't really want to waste one of my, you know, exactly one of my two pours on a beer that I mean, frankly, I, it might have just been okay. Yeah. So I had the idea exactly to try old man because I had never tried it before, but I haven't had treehouse for quite some time so yeah to go in and they have doppelganger and green on tap which are two of my favorite beers i was thinking you know what i might not get this chance again for quite some time right. so let's take advantage of it um all right so we'll go into a by the numbers portion here uh which is a treehouse rating system i'm gonna ask mo a couple questions i have five categories here um and we will go from a scale from one to five Okay. Giving each other a total number. Uh, first, I'll ask you. You'll give me your number, and then I'll give you my number. So, here are the categories today. Um, the first category is feel, overall feel, atmosphere of the of the uh, place. Uh, two is location, based on kind of where it is in relation to our place, in relation to Monson, in relation to the road, all kinds of things. Location. Uh, number three is a big one: is parking. Uh, as you know. With, with most breweries, that, that is the big issue, parking. Uh, number four is the line. Um, how was the line as far as, uh, you can interpret that however you want. I, I would think shape, duration, how was the staff handling the line. Yeah. Uh, and then number five is the facility. It's gonna be bare bones architecturally. 
uh, kind of some cool things that you thought that facility was. So we'll start. Um, we'll start from the bottom. How about that? We'll we'll start with facility. Uh, what did you think of the new treehouse facility in Charlton, Mass? Uh, very impressive. I I don't know the exact specs on it as far as square feet, but that's I mean that's probably. I mean, maybe other than Sam Adams, the biggest brewery that I've been to, the amount of barrels that they had, um, their capabilities as far as brewing I'm, are just going to be off the charts as soon as they start using all of their equipment. Uh, the amount of room just for just for people, uh, both inside and outside. I mean, even in the wintertime, I mean, I imagine in the wintertime when everybody's inside, it's going to get a little crowded, but there's still a ton of room in there for people to move around and, you know, be just be social and, and hang out. I mean, that's that was really exciting that there was literally just so much room. Um, just absolutely enormous facility. Yes. So I, I'm going to go with a five on that. And that's go. It's got to be state of the art. You're going five. I, I would also say five. I mean, it's brand new, so there haven't been any um, errors that we know of architecturally. Uh, the woodwork was really cool. Yeah, Inside cool. of the building, they had like wood paneling. They had the signature koi pond that they usually have that was very well done. Uh, again, we talked about those wooden mushrooms on the way in. Kind of a weird, like, just cool feature that was out there. The pavilion was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine really how much cool. that cost. Two big fireplaces under there, too, that look kind of like brick ovens almost. Yep. But uh, I wonder what that's going to be like in the fall, too. They're throwing some logs on the fire out there. That would be super cool. The building itself, uh, so much room, so many tanks. They really give you access. You can walk all over the place. I didn't get to visit the restrooms, so I don't know what they were like, but I'm imagining they were they were top of the line there. Um, I'm giving it a five as well. Obviously, state-of-the-art. You can see just how much revenue they were probably making over this, oh, yeah. this past five years. So they'll get, a, they'll get a good return on that, I'm sure. Yeah, so facility number five for both of us. They are, so far, they're at a perfect score. Uh, number four, well, not number four, the fourth thing that we'll rate uh, moving backwards, uh, technically the second thing, so is the line. How, how did you feel about the line? Um, I was a little, I mean, I can't be surprised by a line at Treehouse. That's yeah. always going to be a thing. Um, I, mean, I, I don't know if that'll ever not be a thing, but I was a little surprised that there were no cans and there was still, uh, you know, f a 40 minute line to get to the facility and that there were two lines. Yes. You know, there was a yeah. line to get to the main line. And I mean, you, you mentioned this as soon as we got there. Um, you would you would think that if you were standing in a line, you'd be standing on ground that justified having a line on it. But it was it wasn't like a paved walkway. It was just it was just dirt and, yeah. and you know water and mud and it just seemed kind of odd there. Like they really didn't maybe they didn't think of that. Maybe. maybe. But um, I, I would say with line, if there was beer available, I, I would think we probably would have waited double. So, I mean, I'm going to give the line like a like a three. Okay. I mean, it, it was it was fair. I, I knew it was going to happen, so I'm not shocked by it. But, I mean, it, it could definitely be improved upon. Yeah, I, I would say three is a pretty good score. Again, so like Mo touched upon, you're standing way back in line. We expect to be in a line for a treehouse. We went up there. Uh, we didn't get there before they opened. We, we got there after they opened. Uh, it looked like they had a paved walkway that they wanted to use for the line, but it just curled in the wrong direction. 
up to where people were standing. It kind of curled over near like where the food trucks were. Right. Kind of the way that you drive in. But I don't know if they have enough room there to do it. And everyone was kind of standing back over near their cars. Kind of if you parked, you're back in the lot and you're standing essentially on what should be grass. Um, they And there was no... There was no effort by the staff to kind of move you to that other paved part. Like you said, there were two lines. I, I understand they're carting you, they're wristbanding you, and then yeah. you get up to the door and you can do it. Uh, everyone in the staff in the line seemed very friendly. Oh yeah. Um, they were very cordial. They were kind of making small talk, which is a big a big deal. You waited sure. in line. You don't want to be treated like a number. So. Um, a lot of kids, a lot of kids. That, I mean, Treehouse has no control over that. So no. But I would, I would agree. I would give it a three as well. I think they could have thought out the paving of the walkway a little better, or manipulated the line to where you were actually standing on paved ground. Because, granted, we we got very lucky. It was supposed to rain today. Yep. If it had rained and we had been on that ground, it would have been miserable. Right. Because that was all downward slanting. All the rain would have come down the hill right at our feet and there were a lot of drainage things on, on where we were walking so um, I'm giving it a 3 today but if it rained today I probably would have given it a 2 I would think that the staff could have a little more influence on where the line goes I mean, yeah. if they want the line to go this way mm-hmm. I mean that wouldn't really be that hard it, it could be as easy as painting chalk arrows on the on the sidewalk and just let people know line goes this way or you know throw up those little uh, you know tethers that kind of like angle the line that way so that people know where to go if they don't want people standing there that's that's fine i completely understand it but you know just tell people not to stand there or if that is the you know that's the thought process we'll just have people stand on the dirt then i mean i guess it is what it is but i i feel like with the the monson location they had a little more control of of the line yeah when you went there it was pretty defined where to stand and why you were standing there granted you were standing on dirt there too yeah but you know you expected that because that was treehouse but you know, with a new facility I, I thought maybe it would have been a little more organized but you know yeah that might i'm be, sure they'll improve on it might it. be a learning process i think seven. so so uh for those of you keeping score at home mo currently at eight for treehouse out of ten i am currently eight out of ten as well and we will go with uh, our third category, which is parking. Uh, Mo, what did you think of the parking situation? Well, I mean, we parked like VIPs, yes. even though we came, maybe because we came there late. Exactly. Um, ample parking, just an insane amount of parking, uh, way more than Trillium. Um, there was, there's an upper parking lot where we parked that was four lanes deep, I mean, yeah. four rows deep. And it went back pretty far. Then they had the the lower parking lot, which, I mean, that's great that you have it, uh, just to have that you know additional parking. Seemed like kind of a bitch yeah, to, to like go down there. That, yeah. I mean, you're definitely gonna need to bring something when they start doing growlers and stuff. You're not gonna want to carry your you know 12 beers, 18 beers. I mean, hopefully it gets that high, and your four growlers or three whatever. And you you're not gonna want to carry those down to the bottom lot but it's great that they have it so as far as the parking is concerned uh plenty uh five wow five max score okay so uh parking i agree there were a ton of spots uh although still not enough i mean i don't know if you could ever have enough parking it'd be like a mall 
if you if you were to have enough parking for everyone that showed up just randomly uh, having those two overflow lots on the property were pretty cool not a bad little walk either it seemed like it had a paved sidewalk for you to walk it up did. Yep. Um, I also saw the staff that was actually using like a wildcat uh, golf cart to shuttle people back and forth yep, I did see that just uh, people with kids that might have had to walk with a you know a toddler of some kind it was just kind of like a like a kindness thing it wasn't like uh, you had a number and you were you were waiting on it so um, you know I mean we did we <laughs> I don't know how I would feel if we had to walk up that road uh, might have been tough. So, so it's tough for me to say but I would say compared to Monson, it, it's substantially better. And seeing the property is probably as good as they could have done. So, so I'll give it a five as well. I, I, I want to give it a four, but I'll give it a five I, this time until I have to walk up that hill. Yeah, well, if I, we had to I walk up the hill, I mean that would have been a little, a little bit of a nuisance. But yeah, you know that, that's kind of what you get. I mean, you know, we're athletes, but we're. We're right. beer drinkers, we're athletes, so. so we'll give it a 5. That is a 13 out of 15 for Mo, 13 out of 15 for Ben. Uh, number 4 is going to be a controversial category, location. Location of the brewery. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever been in the past up to Monson. Uh, Monson really off the road, off the bean path. You kind of go in there, and they had their own kind of vibe. It was in like farmland. This one seemed, I mean, we were doing a podcast, so I really wasn't paying, like, super close attention. It was off a relatively busy road. Seemed like there was, was it a restaurant across the street? Yeah, it was a little, looked like a Greek place. Yeah, kind of an undefined, undefined entrance, like a private road. Uh, But what did you think about the location of the facility as far as uh, duration from us, uh, you know, accessibility? Uh, what did you think compared to Monson, maybe? Uh, slightly closer. I mean, really marginally closer than Monson. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of better. Um, we didn't take the pike. So, I mean, we'd have to pay we didn't have to pay the $2.30 or whatever we normally play. Yeah. Normally play. So, uh, that was cool. Uh, the lot is really cool. It, it's It's secluded. It's it, it does, did seem to be on a, a major road or a, at least a main road, so that was cool. Obviously, being an hour and forty-five minutes away, it's not going to get a great score from me as far as location. So, I mean, honestly, that's probably a probably a two, maybe a three at best. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with the location. It's just you know, obviously, it's a little far away. Like we were talking to those guys at uh, at BT's uh, treehouse is far enough away where it's a day trip. You know, yeah. where where Trillium, you can go up there. You're you know, you're an hour in both directions, and you're waiting half an hour at most. So it's you know you can go in an afternoon and come back and whatever. But I mean, we got on the road at at 11:30, so man, it's been seven hours now. So Treehouse is a day trip, and it, it hasn't changed. So I'd say I'd say two and a half for me. We'll call it cut it even there. Yeah. So. Um same thing for me. I mean, I don't really judge it as far as it being, uh, what did you say? Two and a half? Is that what you said? Two and a half as you score? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't judge it on the fact that it, it's far away from our home. I mean, it is what it is. It's not their fault that we live where we live. 
That's true. Uh, accessibility, it's on a busier road. I expected to be, I expected a bigger sign on the road, which I didn't really see. No, no, no. Um, kind of strange there. Um, there was a private road that you could drive down, which is good. Uh, a little different than their monster location. Um, location for me, I mean, it just is what it is. It's not that much different than Monson. It really isn't. So, I would give it a three. I mean, the location didn't change a lot for me, other than other than it being on a busier road, so it might have been easier to access with... I mean, but the other location was just fine, too. You know, the other location was fine. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm giving it a three. I mean, it's kind of a... Kind of a they, I'm, I'm holding things against them that really aren't their fault, you know, so yeah. I'm just going to give them a three. So, uh, what does that make us here? What does that make us at a 20? That makes you a 16 and a half? Is that what 15 it and a half. 15 and a half. I'm a 16, guys. I got a higher rater, but I am Treehouse Benny on Untapped, you know. Uh, follow me there. You can see what I rate there, beers. Uh, last one. This is uh, the feel category. Just the overall feel. What did you get when you went there? Your feeling on the place. Your overall, your overall take on the new Treehouse Charlotte facility. Overall take. I think that this will be literally the 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 best brewery for your drive. Once they get all, once they get everything going, once they get everything operating, you know, one hundred percent. This is going to be something where. When you do take a day trip, it's going to be 100% worth your time because the the atmosphere is really cool. Uh, if they get this this music going on the regular, you know, on the weekends and stuff like that, that's you know that's huge. I mean, forget about it in the fall time with the with the fireplaces going under that pavilion. I mean, that's just going to be a cool place to go. They need to they need to establish some kind of system with the pours. I mean, I I don't know what the right answer is. I, I personally don't think two per person is the right answer. Yeah. They're trying to figure out what's good, you know, what's best for everybody, what's best for them, obviously. Um, they don't want to overserve people, clearly. Um, but they do want to make money and they want to have people drink their beer even when they can't get cans. So I think they're going to have to find some kind of medium there. Um, but I that's, that's going to be a five. I, if I could rate it higher there, if we weren't going on a... We're going on a one to five. I'd probably give it a six because I think it's going to be so awesome. They just they just need to tweak some things and make a couple things better. But I mean that's that's easily a five and and more if possible. Yeah, I mean I, I get that same feeling that uh, if I could rate my number in a word, it would be nostalgia. You know, I got out of the car and it was I was lightheaded. I was overexcited. I, I was telling you this. I was I was looking around and it it looks. Um, it looks like an amusement park, like an adult amusement park, and it's the pavilion is so it's so grandiose, and there's people playing can jam, and the you know the music's playing, and it, it was a nice day. And there's brand new sod and grass, and kids running around, and it it seemed like it seemed like just such a cool place. And if they raised their limits, like we were talking about uh, at BTs, if they raised their limits to uh, trillium type limits where you can go in and get a case, not worry about getting uh, not worry about I mean what you're getting, but how much you're getting of, of each beer uh, I think it would have been it would have been a perfect day, I, I also give it a 5 
uh, no-brainer in, in my mind. I got, I was like, I kind of felt when I pulled up that, that I was upset that we couldn't bring everybody we knew. That's, I thought of that. I thought of that. I was like, this, this is some place, this is some place that like Craig, yeah. you know, Liana, Tom, like even these guys that aren't like, Shout you know, really. Shout out to all in, those people, friends of the show, you know. Um, not super craft beer people, but like that would have been fun. Yeah. To go there, bring a can jam, bring a, you know, bring a. A cornhole or something like that and just play on the lawn yeah. I mean that would have been a cool day but again with the two beers it's like you can stay for like an hour mm-hmm. re- realistically and then it's like okay you know, what, what, what do we do now but I will say that uh, Justine often goes up for the Brimfield Fair yep. in that same area and at Monson there was really nothing to do for me to hang out I mean they had some picnic tables they had some can jam and stuff I could see myself going up there with her when she goes for the the uh, Brimfield Fair with the big antique fair and just spending the whole day at Treehouse. Regardless of the limits and cans and everything, just hanging out there and kind of sitting at a picnic table listening to the music and getting some food off the food truck. I mean, I could I could genuinely see that happening. So, um, I have a question for you. Yeah, alright, go ahead. Um, I didn't notice anybody drinking cans on the premises. I didn't either. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm curious as to if that's a thing. My, my real question for you that I was trying to pose was what if they had some kind of BYOB on the facility? Oh. Legally speaking, is that even possible? I don't think and, so. I mean, I don't know if it would make a whole lot of financial sense, mm-hmm. but it would encourage that kind of you know trade atmosphere at the brewery, which, I, I don't know, would make it kind of cool, I think. Yeah, I did witness a trade. I did witness a trade on the premises. Somebody pulled up. They had a monkey sweatshirt. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah, he He was trading. Yeah, so he went over. He he dropped off two cans for two cans of doppelganger. Uh, Trading will always be a thing at at these uh, facilities. But uh, as far as drinking drinking cans that you buy to take home, I don't think that's legal. Uh, And bringing your own beer on the premises, like if we were to go and bring like a picnic, say a big lunch beer, and we could only get two pours. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, that would be great. I don't know if that is if that's legal. I'd have to look into that. But yeah, probably not. I mean, anything fun in Massachusetts, yeah, exactly. pretty much illegal. So, so um, giving that number of five, that puts you at what uh, twenty and a half out of twenty-five. Fifty. Yep. yep. So that puts me at twenty-one out of twenty-five. I believe so. Uh, I would give overall ranking without looking at my number. Uh, I would give it an A plus. Uh, obviously, a must go. You have to go yes. if you want. If you love Treehouse beer, if you like Treehouse beer, even if you don't, if you want to check out a really, really cool, family oriented, outdoor oriented brewery, it's very, very cool. Uh, you have to go down and check it out. We highly recommend it, and not just because this is six point five Treehouse spectacular episode, but because we are a big believer in the brewery. So. Uh, you have anything to add to that numerical equation there? Um, if they deleted the dogs, I mean, that would be huge for me. Yeah. I can't stand going to a brewery <laughs> and having dogs barking at each other. Yeah, I mean, it's such, a, brewery, it's such a brewery. small thing, and they all do it. So, like, I, I, I don't know how it would even be a thing. Because, yeah. obviously, people like the fact that they can bring their dog to a brewery. I just, I fucking hate it. It's it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. And the dogs, you know, the dogs that misbehave and the dogs that are barking and stuff. It's like, why do you even bother with this? But you know, I digress. It's a you know a little off topic, but I I just 
I fucking hate it. Yeah, and those I, bumps you hear in the background, those are the Braga Bridge. Shout out to Fall River. Shout out to the Braga Bridge. You probably heard us on the way over. Shout out to Tom J. Cinco, who broke down on the Braga Bridge a couple weeks ago. How really? You know, Tom, with the government government name there. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, Tom broke down right on the Braga Bridge because he was Snapchatting while he was driving. Oh, he okay. That's, I get that. Off, snapped his brain tire. So, now I understand that reference the other day. So we're going to go into the food review. Uh, this is a review of BT's. Spoiler alert, fantastic. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? Ranking out of 1 to 10, A, B, C, D, what do you think? Um, it's no brainer. I mean, yeah, either way, it's a 10. Just, it's, it's a 10. Name. I mean, that's... What did you get on the menu? Explain to the to the fans what you got. I got the one meat platter, mm-hmm. which is, we were talking about, we were talking about in the line. Mm. The two meat is great, but yes. you get too much, you and know. you try to eat a little bit from both, and it's like... Well, yeah. can't handle two meats, guys. Well, you know what I mean? I'm a one meat kind of guy. He's a one meat guy. Real loyalist. Well, actually, normally I'm a two meat kind of guy. <laughs> no. But yeah. today I was a one meat yeah. guy. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you brought it up, and, and I agree with you. When you have the two meats, you eat a little bit of both, but you don't like thoroughly enjoy one of them. Exactly. Because your attention yeah. is split. Yeah. So I got the one meat, and I got the spare ribs, and I'm pretty sure they overserved. The, the ribs because yeah. I had like eight ribs. It looked like you know you looked like a Flintstone on the car there when they put the brontosaurus yeah, like rib and it knocked over the car. That's I mean, what it looked like on you. I mean I ate them all. Yeah. Um, but I did I did save the cornbread and we got those the uh, what the hell did I get? I got bacon the cheesy. Bite. You got the crispy. Bacon I got the crispy bite. bacon bites. Holy yeah. shit! I got the cheesy bites there. Yeah. Like little chunks of bacon like. Oh my god, some kind of sweet sauce on them. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I too went with the one meat platter. I'm a one meat man, you know, that's how I am. Yeah. Um, I went brisket. I go brisket all the way. If you can do a good brisket, man, you'll have me until the day I die. Two sides. I went potato salad. Yeah. I'm a fan of the potato salad. Potatoes See, I'm not. a little al dente. Okay. Potatoes were a little al dente. Not as good as my mother's, I'll tell you that. Don't disrespect my mother. You know? <laughs> so, but uh, potato salad. Was a little al dente, but the mac and cheese, I mean, on holy point. smoke. Yep. I would have fought everyone in the parking lot for another serving of that. Yeah. I probably would have lost. But Brisket coming soon to the Cask and Bake, by the way. Hey, yo. So, little inside info. Yeah, little guys. inside info. Oh Teaser. Oh, God. CMP versus BT. Yeah, so we're going to do a 14 hour brisket, that so that'll be cool. 14 hours? Yeah, oh, that's, that's a long, yeah, long process. Time. So, uh, yeah, so that was a 10. That was a no-brainer. We brought some beers we'll get to later. But also the atmosphere. We got to sit outside. I've never sat that outside there. That was phenomenal. I've never gotten to sit outside before. Beautiful day. They had these big square picnic tables. We sat kind of uh, European style, I would say. We sat with some of the people we never met before, had some light conversation, and then some, like, valley girl came in with a dog and kind of rode it for yep, us. Yep, that sucked. And she was just kind of like that, like, real, like, Oh, you know, my God, my dog is so yeah, misbehaving yeah. right now. Like, we love valley girls. Don't get us wrong. We're a big valley girl podcast. But this girl kind of ruined <laughs> our meal toward the end. So we were just trying to take off. Oh, my God, my dog's totally going to sniff your balls right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's totally doing that. That's an actual line that she said. So go fuck yourself. This is why I fucking hate dogs. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's not her fault that the dog did this, but the dog was undisciplined. I can't say anymore. So it's parenting 101, man. Come on. So BT's is a 10 out of 10. It's an A on a scale of A, B, C, D, E, uh, or F. Yeah, I mean, you can go F. Can you get an E? Can you get an E? Uh, E as in I ate everything on my plate. That's about it. So, uh, <laughs> that's it for BT's. Uh, we're going to dive into Treehouse Spectacular. Weird. Drink. 
beer stuff. Moan, you know the sound effect for that? We uh, like... We, we make our own beef yeah, jerky. Yeah, we did this one before. We have a fucking treehouse. We're fucking awesome. We shit with the door open. Yep. We've never done any of that stuff. Right. No, so let me take you to a little city that I like to call Crossville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. All right, you ready? Crossville, Tennessee. Uh, what is Crossville, Tennessee? It's home to the largest treehouse in the world. Did you know all right, that? I like the segue here. I like yeah. this. Right, so Bring this it all is together. not exactly beer-oriented, but uh, in Crossville, Tennessee, it's home to the largest treehouse in the world, 10,000 square feet. God damn it. It's 97 feet tall, and it was built by who else? Who else would have time to do this than a minister? You know, <laughs> God told them to build this treehouse, so he built wow. it. Wow. Uh, the treehouse is held up by a single tree which is 80 feet tall and 12 feet in diameter I believe it's an oak tree 10,000 square feet 10,000 square feet a 97 foot tall home that's insane held up by a single tree it looks absolutely terrifying so my question to you is how many cases of tetanus do you think were reported (laughs) from this treehouse uh, I, if I had to guess, I mean, I, I could just throw out a random number here. Yeah. Uh, 100? Uh, yeah, I mean, how many rusty nails went into this? Probably a lot. It, it, you're in the backwoods of Tennessee, too. I yeah. Mean, the the church probably got it donated to them, though. Yeah. You know, like, people were probably throwing money in the, the donation plate so that this guy could build a treehouse in his backyard to attract the little ones. Yeah, you know, that's... that. Have I gone too far with that? Segway into my next question, Mo. You're a soon-to-be father. Okay, a couple years from now, a minister comes over and says, hey, why don't you have your kid come over to my gigantic treehouse? I'm going to decline. Yeah, there's there's no chance. Politely decline. Unless I'm fucking Tarzan and out of there to kick that guy (laughs) in the head. So we're halfway through, but... That's neither here nor there. Super religious podcast. We love religion. Yes. Yeah, we love religion. We love all religions. Shout out to religion. Shout out to religion. Uh, So that is our weird beer stuff segment. (laughs) Uh, The biggest uh, treehouse in the world, Crossville, Tennessee. I'll post this on our Facebook page. Join our new Facebook group, NEWBD, New England Beer, New England Weekly Beer Discussion, uh, for our 6.5. Treehouse Spectacular uh, Weird Beer Stuff thing there that I'm going to post the article. Well, I should have posted it. It was in freaking uh, Business uh, some business Insider magazine. Can you believe that? That's they have nothing extremely better odd. Than, yeah, they, nothing better I feel than like that. there's a lot better things that you could post about, but whatever. You know, creepy treehouse <laughs> yeah. from a minister. I mean, yeah. whatever. I guess that's news. And so. that'll bring us into our closer, uh, which is Shelf of the Week. So... Shelfer of the Week edition, Treehouse Spectacular edition. Uh, if you ever go up to Treehouse, right near BT Smokehouse, there's a Yankee Spirits. Uh, Yankee Spirits is a big friend of the show. We we love Yankee Spirits. We go there all the time. A lot of our Shelfers of the Week are pulled off of Yankee Spirits shelves. Uh, would you say that this is the biggest Yankee Spirits that you've been to? Absolutely, without a question. Uh, I've been gigantic. I've been to Swansea and I've been to Attleboro. Those are the two other locations. Sturbridge by far has more product, way more wine, way more beer. I mean, it's it's honestly it's not even close. And Swansea is a big store. Attleboro is a little bit bigger, but Sturbridge is worlds bigger. Yeah, take that one. 
Uh, so, yeah, so they, they have a gigantic store. I mean, literally everything you could imagine that you could get from a beer store, you would get there. Uh, Mo, what did you decide on? I know you had a pretty good checkout there. What did you end up getting? Do you remember all of it? Yeah, I spent like a hundred bucks. Yeah, um, you did. You did. I got a, I got a lamplighter four pack. I got star. You got stardust. Yep, stardust. You got the uh, subtlety one. Yes. Um, Not so subtle. Yeah, I got a I got a burly oak from Maryland called Lost. Yeah. Um, I also got a couple cans of Prairie. I found a couple Prairie IPAs. Um, I don't remember the name of them. I don't uh, either. Per Pergnalicious or something like that. Um, those were cool. You'll see them later on tree. On, yeah, uh, yeah. On I'll, I'll post. I'll post what I what I grabbed from uh, yeah. from Yankees. Um, we also got that uh, that Finback Magnify collab. Yeah, that looks great. I didn't even know that that was going to be there. You brought us over to that little uh, counter there and found that. Yeah, it's called Must. It said it's an IPA made with grape skin. Kind of that interesting. Very interesting. And then uh, you you pushed me in that uh, the grassroots the grassroots bottle I yeah, saw. I, so that was exciting to find. I, do you remember the name of that? No, it was uh, some kind of it was saison. No. Yeah, it was a saison. Uh, grassroots Brewing is a uh, right affiliate an affiliate of Hill Farmstead. Uh, Hill Farmstead releases beers under Grassroots Brewing. It's a smaller project that they do. They do uh, Convival Suarez. Yep. Um, and they do that. That that's one of the best ones that I've had from Grassroots. But that's exciting to see in a store like that in in Yankee. So what I got from my shelf for the week, I went kind of light um, in Yankee, but I did get the four pack of Lamplighter called Not So Subtle. It's a double IPA. Uh, we had one with dinner. It was very very good. Oh, yeah. uh, same thing with the Stardust. Also very very good. I got a bottle of. Uh, I got a can of the Must, which was a Finback Magnified Collab IPA with grape skin. Can't wait to try that later, and I'll rate it and post it on Instagram. And the last one I got, I got a bottle, 12-ounce bottle of Almanac, uh, a passion fruit sour that they had. Uh, it looked really good. So I'm super excited. Almanac does some great sours. So uh, really cool stuff. We're almost home. Um can't wait to do that. We got some big things tonight. We're going to get the UFC fight. Yep. We're going to drink some freaking beers. We're going to get really weird. We're going to drink the other halves tonight? Is that tonight? I think we got it. I, I mean, think we should. Not? We were supposed to drink them during this podcast, but then we kind of audibled and we were like, obviously, there should be a Treehouse podcast. Yeah, we don't condone drinking on the road, but if anything was acceptable, we would have done it today. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll post some other half reviews online as well, and we'll talk about them next week. Shout out to Camden. Thank you very much. Todd as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. For those cans, we'll give you a whole segment next week. Uh, thank you for listening, downloading, putting up with our background noise. And hopefully you get a chance to get out to the new treehouse. If you do, let us know. Uh, holla at me on Instagram or our Facebook group post. We have a couple polls up there from our early episode. I'll post all the articles that we talked about. And uh, that's about it. Any shout outs you want to do? Yeah, shout out to anybody who wants to go up to the new treehouse and send us a can. Because we got really unlucky today with no cans. So, I mean, shout out to anybody who wants to send us a can. That's a big ask. But, it, yeah, it's, I, you know, uh, I'd agree with that. We're you famous know. now. So, it's like, we would know, do it that. for We would do it for each one of our listeners. We, well. If we had the chance. Well, we, yeah. Yeah, if I, you know, if everything, if everything was equal, then yeah. Everything lined up. Yeah, um, sure. 
you know, good luck, Daniel Cormier, tonight. I hope you knock out John Jones. Because oh, come I, on. I hate his coked up head. Oh, I God. I hate his face. I hate everything about him. You fucking would. The thing is, this guy's already on to fucking Brock Lesnar, and he hasn't even fought the guy in front of him. So, yeah, but the guy I in front of him sucks. I don't care. I hope he gets knocked out. Well, we'll it's going to be fantastic. We'll see you tonight. That sounds like a bet. Guys, we will see you next week. Uh, we'll try to do it on time, but, you know, who really knows what on time is anymore? So, we'll see you guys. Thank you very much. See you. Uh, I gotta find the button, guys. I'm still gonna record for an awkwardly long time. Turn it off.